Hello and welcome to the Manager Mojo Show. Steve Caldwell here and we're so glad that you're here. We use our mojo to really become greater leaders. Now, let's get started by listening to something good. Oh, I feel good. I knew that. ever get frustrated with not knowing what you don't know? I know I did whenever I was trying to learn how to be a great leader and a great manager. And it is a common problem. We all search for answers but don't know where to go. And you might try to Google it, but you know, there's so many opinions. You don't know whether or not anybody really knows what they're talking about. Well, because I know that's a problem, I wanted to place that leaders could go to learn from other great leaders. They could learn the techniques on how to motivate, coach their teams, and how they themselves could be productive and have a great career. And I created this at mojouniversity.com. So I want you to go to mojouniversity.com, sign up, Uh, All of the details are right there on the page, and I know that you're going to love it. I want to hear your thoughts after you do the trial and and check it out. So please feel free to email me, steve at managermojo.com. We are committed to your success. That's mojouniversity.com. Hello and welcome. Uh, This is Steve Caldwell and today I want to ask you uh, a a few questions but I really want to inspire you to think. Our message today is how to create inspired workers. Now could you use a few inspired workers in your company? I would bet that you absolutely can use not only a lot of them in your company but some on your team. You'd love to have uh, people that Uh, were fired up about their work and that were taking charge and doing things that were not only productive but also profitable. And yet I know that the vast majority of of business leaders are, are really not focused on how they can create an inspired worker. There's so many distractions today uh, in the workplace. We have multiple generations at work and people are almost paralyzed by inaction. They have every excuse known to man not to uh, create an environment that will really motivate and inspire people and They don't even know that it's really something that they should be doing. And I'd like to help you change that today. And I want to give you a few ideas to think about. And then I want you to go to work thinking about what will work in your own company. Uh, But let's talk about really the workplace as it exists. Uh, I've mentioned the numbers a a lot of times in my uh, different broadcasts where I would quote the Gallup organization and they tell us that uh, only 20% of our workers are engaged. So that means 8 out of 10 people coming to work today, uh, they're coming because they're going to get a paycheck, they're expected to be there, 
and they just want to come and show up and work. And we all know that those people uh, getting really any kind of outstanding performance from that type of attitude is not only difficult, it's almost impossible for us to overcome in a leadership environment. We, we just have these people that really and truly are, are not committed to not, neither themselves, the organization, or their own career. And I get that because I see it all the time. I, I go into different businesses and I can walk around and I can just look and just see. It's, it's almost like uh, the, the, the walking dead. Uh, you, you'd consider them to be a bunch of zombies. You go in and you look at the business and there's no excitement and there's no enthusiasm and people are just going through the motions and you can literally see them looking up to see what time it is to do anything. But it, really do something productive and so managers are faced with uh, a workforce that in oftentimes is is almost borderline dysfunctional and so what are you going to do how are you going to change that because we all know that people that really are not only engaged but i want to go one step further uh, and talk about inspiration because uh, studies have been shown, I, I interviewed a gentleman named Michael Mankins who wrote a, a phenomenal book uh, on productivity. And uh, you can look at that podcast uh, or listen to that particular broadcast later if you'd like. But th the thing that really bothers me uh, uh, about some of their research is that they showed that a an inspired worker was 125% more productive than a satisfied worker. Now, most of us are thinking, you know, crap, you know, does that mean the people that are satisfied to be here, they're, they're okay with being at my job, that there's still yet another level that I could get from people? When the answer to that is always yes, there's always more in the tank. And yet most of us are so clueless as to how to go about getting that extra in the tank that they have that we're almost just happy with average today. And I think that uh, this is one of the sad, sad times, uh, in, especially in the United States of America, where average is really the goal. I just cannot even imagine being happy with average. Average means 50% are better than me and 50% are worse than me. And I'm kind of stuck in the middle. There was an old song saying, stuck in the middle with you. And I'm afraid that America has lost a lot of its real enthusiasm uh, for not only work, but leading the world. And all we have to do is look at recent elections to understand that. Uh, our current president, uh, President Trump, ran on the slogan, Make America Great Again. And for me, I, I, love, that, I love that slogan, but I, I can't help but wonder how many people really are trying to be great in their life. And I think that that's a real problem for all of us, and especially those of us in leadership positions in business, because we live in a competitive world. We no longer have to look at just the guy down the street that we're competing against. We may be competing against somebody in China. We may be competing against somebody in Russia. We may be competing against somebody in Canada. 
or Mexico. And if you happen to be in one of those countries and you're listening to this broadcast, you already know that the world is a competitive marketplace. You don't have your head stuck in the sand. But yet I think a lot of uh, American business leaders have their head stuck in the sand and don't really understand how important motivation is, how important really great leadership is, and so therefore we are wasting one opportunity after another, and competitors that really understand this are eating our lunch, and I just it just drives me nuts because I don't want to be average. I want to be great at everything that I do. I work really hard at being exceptional at what I do, and I hold myself to really high standards, and I work hard to make sure that I've got a valuable listening uh, for each one of you every time we do one of these shows. Why? Not because I have to, but because I want to. (coughs) Pardon me. I want it to be great for you. I want you to take something away that will enhance your life, your career, and therefore provide for you and your family. And I just don't see it today, and it just irritates the crap out of me to see this average mentality or that we somehow have to have a goal that we just want our employees to be satisfied. Holy crap, where have we come to in this world whenever our goal is to get our employees to be satisfied? What about getting them to be alive, to be awake? to be inspired, to go out and do great things in the world. What about that? Where did that ever go? I mean, the the simple fact is you got to get off your butt every morning and go to work and you got to do your best. And if you don't do your best, guess who you're cheating? You're not cheating the rest of us. You're cheating yourself. So I want to I think about inspiration differently. And so when I think about inspiration, I want to I want to give you a comparison because of the inspired versus satisfied, so that you can understand, and maybe through a, a sports analogy, you can kind of get what I'm talking about. As most of you that listen to me know, know I love football. Cindy and I watch a lot of football, and we we just we just love it. But you know, there's always a game every year where there are two teams, and one team just it is clearly on paper not as good as the other team and yet the other team that the, the better team the so-called better team better record better players better athletes they show up and man you watch this team that has inferior talent inferior coaching inferior players and they are playing like their hair's on fire they're, they are totally fired up. They're attacking the other team. And before you know it, they are beating the team that's far superior, far more talented, far better coach, far more resources, far more talent. And guess what? Who's winning? The underdog. Everybody likes to watch that underdog. But why do they like to watch the underdog? Because the underdog is playing inspired football. And that inspiration, that desire to to accomplish something great motivates that team and it lifts them to performances that they could not have achieved if they went into the game saying, okay, we're just we're happy we're here we've had a good week of practice we're satisfied we're gonna we're gonna compete today we're gonna give this better team 
uh, a game. Uh, but we know they're better than we are, and maybe all is lost. But you know what? We're we're just happy with our effort this week. We're satisfied with our effort, and we're going to go into this game, and we we are going uh, to do our best, but not worry too much about the win or loss if we get beat we were supposed to get beat and it's okay and we'll get up tomorrow and we'll go back to practice and we'll try to do better tomorrow now doesn't that sound a lot like a lot of business people it's like you got your butt handed to you but instead of competing you're like well we tried we did our best we made our calls i did what i was supposed to do and yet Things didn't work out too well. And you see, that type of mentality just absolutely drives me crazy. There's no inspiration whatsoever. So what is inspiration and how do you get it? Well, an inspired person is motivated to do something. In other words, to do something really unusual, more than was needed. In other words, going better than the than the average effort it's going to that superior effort that full out every reaching deep inside and doing your best and yet we don't do that in business and i'll tell you i want to show you where it really starts so if you want to create inspired leader i'm going to show you how this creeps into your business and how it's killing you and if you don't wake up and you don't make some changes i promise you it's going to choke the living life out of your organization the first thing that you got to do to create inspired workers is absolutely start at the beginning and freaking hire the right person for the right job. It just amazes me today with modern technology, which we have. We have behavioral science. I know I use it every day called Predictive Index. I've been using it for 20 years to help business deliver results. We can predict how people are going to behave in certain jobs. But what do companies do over and over again? They hire people that are just like them, that they love them in the interview, and they just think, oh, this person is so sweet. They are so good. I think they'll be just like me and they'll they'll do a good job here you know what that's the problem they hired somebody to do a good job an average job a successful job they didn't hire somebody to do a superior job they didn't hire somebody to be inspired that would do something above and beyond the norm so they started out hiring poorly and you know what then when the old average gets up in the morning and they realize, well, heck, I was hired to be average. I should be happy being average, and it's okay if I'm average. My boss is average. Why shouldn't I be average? And so these poor hires come back to haunt the business because they were never expected to perform at that high level. But you've got to stop putting people in jobs that cause them to be mediocre. They are not going to perform anywhere nearly as well as somebody who absolutely is perfectly suited for their job. They're not having to play mind games with themselves to do the right thing every minute of every day. And it's so important to be able to get that person in that right job from the beginning. And some of you are probably thinking, yep, I've hired a few of those. They're in the wrong job now. I know that they're in the wrong job, and I don't know what to do about it now. I can't even get rid of them, and I don't know what I'm going to do to be able to get rid of them. And, and this mentality is just 
choking the living daylights out of companies because what you have to do is you have to man up to your mistakes or woman up to your mistakes and you have to say okay they're in the wrong job for them I'm going to put them in a job where they can succeed where they'll be powerful where they'll be good at what they're doing and when you do that what happens is that that person all of a sudden gets shifted into a level of uncomfortableness that says I got to be better than what I was yesterday I got to be better and I'm now doing something I love instead of something I hate and when you begin to do this you begin to create that inspired worker that everybody's looking to and saying oh my gosh they are a go-getter that's a person that gets stuff done and as the statistics show from Michael Mankid's great work, they're 125% more productive than a satisfied worker. I mean, can you imagine what you could do with somebody that got over two times the amount of work done each and every week? I mean, how freaking awesome would that be? So you've got to start with hiring the right people and put them in the right job. And then you got to go beyond that. When you're done with that, the next thing you've got to do with that person is that you have got to establish true two-way communication with an individual. I like to say that communication is a two-way street. You got to talk with them, they got to talk with you, you got to share ideas, and you got to think outside the box. You can't just think of the average idea, go for the superior idea and see how you can inspire one another to achieve greatness. This is called a dialogue. We want to have dialogue with people. We want to have meaningful conversation with people. And it shouldn't just apply to your personal relationships at home. I mean, we all know with our significant other, if we're not having a significant dialogue, a meaningful dialogue, that love that we once experienced is not going to persist. As a matter of fact, it's not going to grow. What a shame that would be if that's the way we left our relationships. Yet we leave our homes, we go to work, and we expect that we can have one way of dialogue, one way communication with our team members, and we think that that's going to create inspiration. Baloney, it's not going to do it. You've got to have two way communication, create the dialogue that's meaningful. If you do, you can begin to identify those people that will become inspired to not only lead others, but to lead yourself and your teammates into areas that they would not be able to do without inspiration. True inspiration in business is beautiful to watch because those companies compete and they win regularly. They expect to win because they're inspired winners. And I hope that you will listen today and that you'll go back into your own thinking, your own processes, and you're going to start looking for those people that truly are inspired in your company. Go ask them, why are you inspired? How did you get there? What do you want to accomplish? What are you trying to win? What are you trying to do? Find out from them. Get more people like that in your company. And the next thing you know, you're going to have an inspired company that's kicking butt in the marketplace and doing what I love to do, which is called winning. I hope that you can start winning more. You want to win more? Get inspired. Do something. Take those tough 
things that need to be done. Quit delaying them. Quit putting them off. Quit procrastinating. Do them today. Take action and take action to create inspired leaders, inspired workers in your company. And good luck in trying to compete against you when you've done that, my friend. You will be the true winner in the marketplace. Thanks for listening today. Thank you for joining me today, and if you've enjoyed this, I hope you'll take a few minutes, leave us a review on iTunes. I appreciate any and all comments that you have, and I look forward to you joining us next time.